Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Holy moly, Batman. There he is, Randy, Ray Tucker. Randy Rainwater is in the studio. I can't Ray Tucker it. on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Arraignment, it is so good. After how many years we are back together in the studio. In the studio. Now, you've been with me, what, 25 years or so? Uh, started back in 98. It's about 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Even even my math is bad, but I think that's correct. And so, how many years did you do it from home in Cersei? Mm, I'm guessing all together, probably close to 15 years. Well, we're, you're, we're thrilled that you're here. Rick's not with us today. Rick's off for a few Rick days. Rick is off for a few days. Uh, He's watching baseball. baseball. Uh, but it's nice to have you here and... And here's what's and the irony of all this, Randy, is that you have moved back to Little Rock. You bought, bought a home here, and the tornado that came through West Little Rock missed you by how much? Uh, I'm not sure how many feet, but it was close. I'd say no more than two blocks in two different directions. And, and that is how uh, fast these storms can yeah, move. Yeah. Now, that one was going about 52 miles an hour. I was glued to the television, et cetera. <clears throat> I, had, I had just left Coles uh, and been gone about 20 minutes when they took out the funeral home and, and the car wash right next door to it where I go. Quite, not, I don't go to the funeral home often, but <laughs> I do go to Coles and, and, and that uh, car wash. So and anyway, we, we'll talk more about that. Our, our heart goes out to all of those who have been affected. Uh, I've I counted it. Uh, I've been in Little Rock a long time, so I've lived in apartment complexes before I got into buying houses. And three different apartment complexes that I have lived in before were hit by the tornado. And so uh, I drove up here on Cantrell yesterday. I know we, <clears throat> the police, everybody said, don't go. Everybody and his brother was. And I, it brought me to tears. I just said, I mean, this is an area that I've lived for a number of years, and it, it will no longer be the same. And... Uh, and even if you build your house back, all the trees are no longer in your neighborhood. Uh, it's a strange place to you. Well, we are going to visit with a couple of mayors here shortly. 4.30, we'll be talking with uh, Terry Hartwick, who is mayor of North Little Rock. And then at 4.45, we will visit with Jeff Elmore, who is the mayor of Jacksonville. And, um, gosh, I don't, I don't know if you... Uh, have seen some of the photos from the destruction in when? Oh, I've seen, oh my goodness! I, 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 I've seen tons of them, and I, I'm a big YouTube fan. And anything happens, you want you want to know? Uh, there's there's more on YouTube of when than there is Little Rock. When you consider how, and we'll let coach, uh, coach uh, Mr. Hartwick tell this story, Terry, in, in just a few minutes, but. Um, I think he said Sonora Drive mm -hmm. in North Little Rock. He said one house had no shingles missing. The next door, there were a few shingles missing. The next door down, the entire house was missing. Back in the mid-'70s, I was a news reporter for KTV down in Pine Bluff, and it was I want to say it was Good Friday. And, a torn, and I'd had strep throat, and the news director, Jim Pitcock, called and said, Hey, uh, it looks like we're having bad storms here. Can you go if called upon? I said, Yes, sir, I'll go. And so it hit Warren, 
and I went down there, and there was a street, Randy, where one side of the street, all the houses were covered in mud across the street from them. Uh, there was only one house remaining. Here, here's the bizarre part. And so I got, let's say there's 10 houses on, on that row. It got the first eight houses, didn't touch the ninth house, and got the 10th house. And then lifted up and got uh, Clint Huey's, top of Clint Huey's house, a big two-story house across the street. Uh, but it, uh, and some crazy things happened. I, I've, I've covered tornadoes. Uh, there was a big one that hit the Lake Village, um, Parkdale, uh, what, what's uh, uh, Wilmot down, down in mm-hmm. southeast Arkansas. Uh, was asleep in the Lake Village jail about 5 o'clock in the morning. We just crashed for a few minutes when another tornado came over, uh, over the, uh, and didn't touch down. So I uh, covered one in Forest City, a uh, big one in Forest City. Uh, I, I, I've always been fascinated by them. Uh, in my younger days, all the storm chasing stuff, I, I, I would have probably been dumb enough to do that. Uh, and kudos to those guys that they do a, a great job in warning people and whatever. Um, but these things form so quick. Uh, I walked out of the house uh, when the sirens first went off. I live out in West Rock, and I, I saw the clouds going different than I've ever seen them before in three, in three different directions. And I, I got in the car, and I drove up on top of a hill. There's a big water tower up there where I could see. And stuff started coming around. And I'm just like, what in the world is going on? You better get back home. And I did, and bam. One of the scenes that was as amazing, when they were showing some of the destruction in Wynn, they showed a picture, aerial shot, of the football, football field. field. 85 yards of turf. Just like you taking a, a pair of scissors. Now, it wasn't a straight line. It was jagged. But it's like you just taking a pair of scissors and you just cut out part of the field and removed it. The AstroTurf. And um, and then the... I was there, was it uh, just last summer? When the general passed away. And it was there for his... Uh, in their auditorium. I mean, it looks like the entire physical plant of the high school is gone. Oh, it's gone. I'm... If the auditorium is still standing there, maybe just walls that may still be standing on the auditorium. So if you're there and win, our prayers and thoughts are with you as we are for everyone else. I was talking to Rick earlier today, and I'm not sure how to describe this, Raymond, because we are so accustomed so accustomed to having power power and i can't Im- imagine about our forefathers you know having an open stove and that was the way that it heated their room or that's how they heated cooked the their house. meals yeah hey. and um i was i had moved everything out of my office there because we had we finally went, Carrie and I did, and we have a generator, but it was back in Searcy. So we drove to Searcy Saturday morning, picked up the generator. I mean, I was trying to watch Friday night's game between uh, South Carolina and Iowa in the women's Final Four, and I burned up every bit of data that I had, and I still couldn't get a picture on my iPad uh, to watch the game. And so Saturday, we went to get the, the generator, and finally had enough power, our refrigerator had been off for over 24 hours, so obviously that needed to be plugged back in. And then we had an extension cord going here where we could have some light in there and so forth and so on. I am I have moved my computer, everything else, long story short, into the den closest to the generator. And I was going to at least try to get some work done there. And one of the displays came on about 4.30. Carrie said, did you do that, honey? Uh, what? what? How did you power that? Well, the lights had came back on. The power yeah. had come back on. And I'll make one guilty confession. I left the light on purposely in what we call, I call, the cave because it's pitch dark in there. <laughs> and after about 20 minutes, I went and turned it off. And I said, okay, 
I'm so thankful we have lights. But I'm not going to waste the electricity that somebody else may need. But uh, I do believe most, at least in West Little Rock, I think by now may have their power back on. But, um, man, I will never take, I don't think I will, hopefully not, ever take it for granted again that we have electricity, we have power. Well, you know, one of the things that they don't say enough is, you know, there's going to be storms coming that day. Make darn sure your phone is totally charged. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and and people were wishing they'd done this if they didn't do it. And you go throughout your house, you go to your closet, you, you take a picture of every room in your house, all your items, whatever you got, take pictures of it. And, hey, and if you survive the tornado and you have your phone and you get with your insurance guy, then you know because you forget about things you got. If you got a, if you got pictures of them on your phone, then guess what? Then you're in much better shape. And, and, Good advice. And the weather forecast uh, I've been reading all day on the internet is that storms are t- tomorrow's another stormy day. Uh, late tomorrow and into the evening on Tuesday. Uh, is that for parts of Arkansas? I, I think so. Uh, anyway, so tune into the weather tonight. Find out from your weather guys, and please take note when they say. Uh, I had a friend of mine call me, and she's always panics when there's bad weather. And she said, "What? She lives off residence. What? What should I do?" I said, "You need to go to your your, your little hole, and uh, how? And after the tornado hit, I couldn't get phone calls. She got through and screaming, and yeah, she got hit. Her home got hit. And so you just have to be prepared, and don't take the sirens lightly. Oh no, no." When you hear those sirens, go for cover. All right, um, we've got sports we will talk about, I promise. First, let's talk with uh, Chuck. Chuck, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. I will tell you in advance, Chuck is from Wynn. Chuck, good afternoon. Randy, that football field turf you were talking about. Yes, sir. A whole lot of it's in my yard if anybody needs some. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my house, believe it or not, took a direct hit, and we did not have $2,500 worth of damage. Blew down part of my privacy fence and all that. Around me is total destruction. Oh, Chuck, that is amazing. And I want everybody to know that I stood outside and watched the tornado when it got about 300 yards away from my house. It was coming, you know, due northeast. And I saw, you know, direct hit. By the time I ran 150 feet to get in my house, it had traveled to 300 yards. It hit my house just as I hit the hallway. I have a picket fence in my front yard that's 30 feet from my front door. And we have a security door with glass, and our front door is open. And I could see out through the front, and I could not see my fence. And the wind, the rain was blowing horizontal. I never saw a drop hit the ground, but it was all going horizontal. And it, when it, I saw it coming, it was just a solid gray wall. The temperature dropped 15 degrees the minute before it hit. Wow. And the wind changed to the, from the east, and I guess a tornado was sucking the wind up or whatever. But uh, I have now been to a knife fight with no fight, hmm. with no knife. I've been in a tornado and I've seen a UFO, so I can go to Mississippi and get my own holiday. <laughs> well, I'm glad you still have a sense but of humor. Was. Well, I'm going to tell you what is surprising, and I want to tell you, thank everybody. It hit at, you know, a little, well, 4.30, basically, Friday afternoon. By Saturday, 7 o'clock in the morning, our town was covered up with volunteers, but not just volunteers, but volunteers that knew what they were doing and had the equipment to do what needed to be done. That's awesome. Right now, you can pick up a a free meal on just about any corner and win. There's probably 5,000 volunteers here now, and they're doing a great job, and old folks like me are just staying out of the way. Chuck, if you had to Give an estimate. How much of the city was destroyed? Okay, Rand, uh, Randy, it started outside of town on the east side. And it tracked a two to 300 mile, I mean, two to 300 yard path 
entirely across town from the southwest to the northeast on out of town to an unincorporated area on Highway 64 and demolished a lot of stuff there. All this stuff you're seeing on the Internet, there's a little, there's a lot more damage than that. It's um, And what part of the problem, Randy, when's an old town, you know, we used to be swampland, and we got six feet of topsoil, so we can grow some huge trees. And we have them all over town. And it's the, you know, a lot of houses are tornado blew apart. A lot of the houses are destroyed just by trees. Mm. And it's, we're so thankful that there was only, you know, four killed. And uh, there was, I've heard reports of 50 injured. And, uh, but man, not just when. But, you know, Friday night, I saw fire trucks here from the Panto, Jonesboro, Crittenden County. You know, it's it's uh, just, I don't know, you got to be here to see it. You know, when you were over here for, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago for the the sonic blast one time, mm-hmm. I, I met you then, and where you were sitting, if you'd have been sitting there when this tornado hit, you'd be in Kentucky somewhere now. Mm. But, you know, the high school is gone. Uh, we're not going to go virtual. we got a East Arkansas Community College has a branch here. You know, we got churches, so and we got places to go to school, so it'll all work out. Chuck, I, but, I, you know, for the four families and, and the 50 that injured, you know, we we pray for them all, but everybody else is lucky. That is, it is simply amazing. It is simply amazing. And uh, I looked at the pictures that was uh, on the um, website of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, the, the daily, ish, uh, daily, um, the Monday edition, and just to see those pictures, that that amount of destruction is just—it's. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't want to use the word unbelievable, but because we now see the pictures, it makes it believable. But the amount of destruction is simply amazing. When you see the pictures of the high school, I'm about 150 yards east. Gotcha. And it missed me. It went, you know, going northeast, and it, where all the damage is is 100 yards to my north mm. is where all the houses are destroyed. And there's around me, it's mainly tree damage, you know, but there's houses destroyed here too around me. But uh, we're blessed. And thanks to everybody. Appreciate you calling. Thank in, you, Chuck. Chuck. All right, I'm going to get off this. I'm going to get on. Thank you, Chuck. God bless you and the community right, of Wynn. Thank you. You know, I was talking about covering a tornado in Wilmot years ago. <clears throat> and there was a house, and there were three walls left standing. And they're all in the kitchen. And everything else was totally demolished. And on one of those walls, you know how our moms used to put plates on the walls mm-hmm. and those little wire deals? was a picture of Jesus that had not been touched. Wow. You know, it's interesting talking about the trees, and I was discussing this with a friend today. Contributing to all of this has been the amount of rainfall that we have received, which weakened the soil. Yeah. So it made it that much easier when those straight-line winds came through. If it's 165 miles per hour, that's why you saw a lot of trees that were just basically out of the ground roots at all and you pine trees uh, don't have a great root system to begin with when, when katrina hit new orleans and the winds came through little rock at 35 miles an hour it knocked pine trees over and so you take the exceptional rainfall that we've had which we appreciate the rain uh, amen so the ground is, is saturated and those, those pine trees went down pretty darn easy all right, we'll switch to sports for a moment. Uh, congratulations goes out to the Great American Conference Softball Player of the Week, Jackson Dyson of Southern Arkansas. She reached base seven times in the Mule Rider sweep of Washita Baptist. One for three in a run scored in game one. It a two-run first inning home run drove in three in game two. She had her second home run of the series and drove in Three more runs in game number three. The Great American Conference Softball Pitcher of the Week, Raleigh Price, by way of Harding University. She earned her second straight 
Pitcher of the Week honor as she picked up two wins against Henderson State. She held the Reddies to six hits and a 6 nothing victory. Struck out seven, did not walk a batter. She entered relief in the finale through two and one-third scoreless frames to improve to 13-3 and three as the Lady Bisons completed the sweep. Arkansas battled back after Friday night's hammering the Razorbacks took from Alabama and came back with two nail-biters to win the series. And the softball ladies of Arkansas swept three games from Mississippi State over the weekend. So congratulations there. And speaking of Player of the Week honors, that goes to Tavian uh, Josenbarger by way of the University of Arkansas. He was named the SEC Player of the Week. And um, speaking of Tavian, he had a pretty decent weekend. Multiple hits in game and hits in three of the Arkansas's four games. Season best three hits in Saturday's win against Alabama. Scored eight runs on the week. The most of all SEC batters. And just, oh, by the way, he happened to make a sensational home run robbing catch and turned a double play from center field on Sunday. And then speaking of national sports for a moment, the championship game tonight, San Jose State and San Diego State. San Diego State and UConn. Hey, and hey, what are the odds on that? We'll find out when we talk to folks from Saracen right after that. There you go. Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com QC Kinetics patient Diane Richardson saw her brother-in-law have surgery for pain in his elbow. My brother-in-law, after that surgery, had his arm in a sling for almost six months, extensive PT, pain medication, a lot of restrictions of what he could not do. So when Diane's husband Greg had a similar problem, she encouraged a different treatment. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. And the experience was like night and day compared to his brother. After six months, nothing. He hasn't felt any pain and that has been two years since he's had treatment. Plus, no drugs and no downtime. He was literally out golfing when he wanted to and doing whatever he wanted to. It was probably nine months before my brother-in-law got back out on the golf course and my husband was on the golf course the entire time. And he was so elated. He said, he goes, Diane, game changer. Before you have surgery for that joint pain. Get a second opinion. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. It's Justin Aker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used him for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. Chris, we always talk about lending, but we never talk about those checking and savings accounts. You know, RJ, we have a complete line of deposit products, from free checking to our competitive CD rates, all featuring our state-of-the-art online banking. And not to mention, you got a friendly face when you walk into Southern Bank. Just like the lending side, our retail folks do a fantastic job. Macy, Kristen, Courtney, and Vince are ready to talk to you about what Southern Bank can do for you. Visit them online today at bankwithsouthern.com or call them at 501-424-0900. Southern Bank, member FDIC. 
All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Morning Mayhem will be in Marlton Thursday at Elias Mexican Grill as they celebrate their 6th year anniversary. Stop by for complimentary breakfast and say hey to Baz and Roger. That's Morning Mayhem on location at the Buzz's favorite Mexican restaurant, Elias in Marlton. Take exit 108. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Who who do I have over there, Randy, on the screen? (laughs) That is a great question. Look well, at, for some reason that won't that won't let me engage. Did you punch it twice? Yep, I did. By the way, you've been out out of here a long time. Uh, line number two, by the way, uh, we'll get stuck. You have to really work it to get it to work. <clears throat> oh, Joe's got it. He's got it. He's talking to him right now. Okay. So. All right. We'll Please. find we'll find out in a moment what the line is on tonight's championship game. <clears throat> And I'm sure here in just a little while, uh, a little later on the show, we'll talk about the women's final, which was terrific. We're still waiting. Uh, we also will be joined in a moment by the mayor of North Little Rock, Terry Hartwick. But uh, as soon as Joe turns him loose. Well, silence is really golden on radio. It is, especially now that I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is really weird sitting over here in this chair after being over there, over there for years. Okay, I don't know what the holdup is in there, but we'll just be patient for just a moment. Well, we we could do this and take him at forty-five. Here we go. This is Stuart, after all. All right, here we go, Raymond. Stuart's with us from uh, BetSaracen.com, Saracen Casino Resort down in Pine Bluff. National Championship game tonight. Give us a scoop here. National championship game tonight at eight twenty, and we got um, UConn is uh, favored by seven and a half points. Over unders one thirty two and a half. That's a that's a lot of points in a championship game. Yeah, it is, but uh, they both are putting up a decent amount of points, so I think it's about right. All right, you you guys have made it through your first uh, NCAA tournament. Was everything what you expected? It really was. It's just been so much fun. Uh, Kind of organized chaos, I guess. It, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I just never knew what was going to happen next. I know you have odds on just about everything. Are there odds out yet on the Masters Golf Tournament coming up this weekend? Yeah, there sure are. We've had them out for a little bit, but uh, there's a whole bunch of fun propositions and stuff uh, for the uh, Masters as well. So, a championship game tonight, your prop bets. What are some of the more unusual ones? I don't have a computer screen in front of me, um, but there's all kinds of uh, combination bets on uh, who's going to be ahead at the halftime, who's going to win, and uh, different combinations of players making uh, making X amount of points or X amount of rebounds or uh, that type of stuff. There's just there's a couple, several hundred of them. Yeah, getting a lot of play on Major League Baseball now that's started. Yeah, actually, it's uh, been surprising. We've uh, we've I've been seeing a lot of interest in Major League Baseball, and it uh, seems to be growing uh, by the day. So uh, we've been real, real excited about the, the response we've been getting for it. Stuart, appreciate you taking time to join us, and I'll talk to you again tonight about 720 on Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors. Super duper. Thank you so much. Download the app, metsaracen.com. Thank you, Stuart. Let's check in now with the mayor of North Little Rock, longtime friend, Terry Hartwick. Terry, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thanks. Hey, Randy. Hey, Ray. How you guys doing? Hey, T. You all right? I'm tired, but I'm okay, yeah. I was listening earlier today when you visited with Justin, and 
part of what you were talking about, I have been there so many times and just trying to visualize in my mind the destruction that has gone on in Burns Park has to be almost beyond belief. When you were talking about uh, the baseball facility, it kind of sits down in a in a hole. But when you were talking about that complex being destroyed, that is that was and will be again. I'm sure uh, one of the better complexes around the entire state. Terry, just talk about the shape, what you're finding as. I'm sure different things you're finding out almost minute by minute what all is going in Burns Park, but then if you would kind of generalize also what's going on in North Little Rock in general. Sure, Randy, no problem. Um, really, as it came across the river last Friday, it was probably two or 300 yards wide when it hit across the river and hit Burns Park on the, I guess, northern, western part of it. It, it grew to about... 700 yards wide and it, it's just devastating somebody asked me today how many trees we lost not a thousand it's more like 10 to 12 thousand trees oh my it's just you can't count them off so it trickled through there it went to just the north of the golf course but it did hit our baseball field uh what i call the salvo field if you remember that right mm-hmm. yep. when i say it's destroyed the field is the fence is gone the scoreboards are gone and in a lot of in fact, before it hits that, guys, it hit our RV park, and there's video. I don't watch channel, but video. There's actually there was people there, of course, and there's probably five or six fifth wheels, as you call it, um, RVs that are upside down. That you know they're still just there. It traveled from there, Randy. If you think about it, and going to the northeast, and it jumped. It went down to a street called Sonora. That's just past our. our Hospitality house and okay. that dra- that that road mm-hmm. was destroyed, uh, just absolutely gone. And then it went on straight on down to uh, uh, MacArthur Military. We lost the Friends Place, the the Dogtown Pizza Place, the Valero Store. I mean, all that's gone. And then if you think about going up Military, and you remember those streets that were called Nevada and Texas and all that, a lot of devastation. Jumped up the hill through Tanglewood and on the Kerry Drive uh, and just kept going I mean really bad it hit uh, Osage Comanche uh, Flint Rock um, Incas it, it, it tore up I can say sure keep going it just keeps going but there's probably five to six hundred homes damaged so it's quite devastating to answer your question Terry what about Amboy did it did it get hit Yes, very bad. Mm. That's what I was just about to say. And boy, you got, in fact, you go up down from Brawley Street there, there was that Christopher Holmes got hit. Those Arrington apartments are practically gone. Uh, as I was saying, you went through there and it jumped up in Tanglewood. So, Amboy is really hit bad. Uh, in Nicole Street and Amboy, I don't know if you ever heard, but Nicole, uh, long story short, it, it's not part of the street anymore. I mean, it, it's gone. There's one, one place after another. All right, Terry, I'm, I'm going to back up, back to Burns Park for a moment. Uh, what I described a few moments ago, uh, you were talking about the destruction to the Salvo field, the new complex then down uh, at the other That's- end of the park. Was it spared? Uh, it, it, I haven't toured it completely. Probably took some wind damage because Randy, I'm telling you, when it came across the river, it widened out to, I guess, maybe six, seven hundred yards wide. Uh, we are now using that area. I've, I've closed Burns Park because we're going to use it for an area for. We've got these big, huge trucks coming in. It's going to start removing debris from the streets, and we're going to put them on the soccer fields parking lot. So. To answer your question, we've already got trucks arriving. They'll be using those areas for what we call mulching, grading up. So the soccer fields are closed. The golf course got hit a little bit, not bad. If you think about it, that's on that uh, eastern side. But mm-hmm. we have down trees everywhere. The RV park, of course. And then, like I said, the RV park down there took a major hit. So to answer your question, the, the baseball complex, I, it, everything's losing trees, but it isn't. But our, we have a new fire station that we were 
developing right there on uh, right across the hospitality house. Mm-hmm. The wind was so high, it raised the roof, which cracked the foundation. Oh, my gosh. So, And that we were supposed to open that brand new fire station two weeks from now. So that's going to be delayed. And, Terry, you also, oh, pardon me, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no I was just saying it, it was like 400 to 500 yards wide and 5.6, almost 6 miles long, straight, just like a an error. It was pretty straight. It does zigzag, but it's pretty straight line. You have the baseball complex, then you have the softball complex, and that's well, about they, to what six, eight fields there. Did that? Did the, did the storm miss the softball complex? It missed the softball complex to some extent. Not bad damage, and the reason why I say that the tennis center got spared in that softball complex is just to the west of it, if you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But when I say spared, there's trees down everywhere, but no physical damage that we can't clean up soon. But I can tell you the baseball fields where our North Rock High School team plays, they won't be playing this year there. So we're asking maybe Sherwood or use Dickie Stevens Field. So that, that Savo Field and those fields are no more. When I say no more, we just, we're not going to use them this year. Yeah, you had uh, what I used to call Pony League they played right yeah. beside uh, that complex, the Salvo Complex. And uh, then you had the uh, Fun Park. Uh, Our, did it take a hit? My, my Funland Drive, you remember I put a, heart, a park in there. It was called One Heart Park. It was an all-inclusive park. Uh, I, it, it's badly, badly, badly damaged. It, it cannot be used. And, and the thing I put, we put, didn't put two new rides in there at Funland. And though we can't find those risers somewhere between us and maybe Jacksonville, we cannot find them. You know, we. I had, know it's not funny. It's, uh, it's bad. Joe and John had a caller calling uh, them, and the guy lived in Ward, and in his yard was part of the sign from up on Cantrell Road, a plastic tile company. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that. I really did. It was a half a sign from plastic tile. He lived in Ward. Randy, uh, you and I have been around here a long time, and long story short, I saw the storm that went through the uh, airport, what was that, maybe seven or eight years ago, and then mm-hmm. we saw the storm that hit Bologna. Uh, but this one's big and long. I think it was on the ground 31 minutes, I'm hearing. So it was, a, it was an EF3, but they're almost playing at EF4. What you're talking about, 160 mile an hour wind. Randy, in our lifetime, we've never seen anything like that. And our Burns Park that you and I grew up in and played in, I'm not exaggerating. I was there taking a tour today. I would say over 10,000 trees, maybe. Well, Terry, I'm going to take take you back just a little bit further than that. I was in the fifth grade at Rose City Elementary School when a tornado came through there, blew out all of our windows, and it took the roof off of our beloved skating rink. Oh, yeah. Rose City Skating Rink. And uh, Mr. Babb. Yeah. And uh, we skated with an open uh, open roof because there was no roof. Open air. Open I'm, air. How much, I'm, how much younger are you than Janet? I'm four years younger than my sister. Oh, I, I, I got you. Okay. I was, I was trying to put it in perspective. So, Dad, I do remember. I got you. That is so the only Dick, time I, that I can ever remember a tornado going through Rose City. And I lived in Rose City for over 14 years, so I, I think I knew that area pretty well. But uh, I, my understanding, Terry, no damage, though, whatsoever to Rose City in that area over no. on the east side of town? Real fast, no damage, and that's why we, uh, I've got a command center here, and I separated me from it because I knew today that we need to pick up trash and get back to doing what we do for the rest of the city. And by the way, do you have a website that you could give out where people can find information? You, you can go on the city website. From there, we're pumping information constantly. Our, our volunteer park, where, the, where we're going to start. Like I say, we'll start picking up all this debris starting Wednesday morning. Those people we hire are, in, are moving in town right now. Thank you, Terry. Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind, when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again.
Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. By working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Well, hello. That's Ari. enough right there, my good man. Pay attention, you missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential and commercial mowers. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely Moor. Well, you can. I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Pine Bluff or Hoco Turf in Rose. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards. Located at West Past Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store right here in Sherwood. Well, you know everybody's talking about high prices on automobiles, but I've got some great news. We have huge discounts on our most popular models. How about this? $10,000 off on Ram Bighorn Crew Cab 4x2s. And we have a beautiful lifted Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4 that's also discounted $10,000. We've got a huge selection of Jeep Gladiators for $6,000 off. You'll save up to $6,000 on the brand new Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 at Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood. Folks, that's the hottest selling model. I hope you get this message. We have a huge inventory of new units and we have our famous green tag prices clearly marked on the windshield the green tag is the lowest price no tricks no gimmicks everyone gets the green tag price you know we have three dodge Chrysler jeep ram stores so we have a big selection come see us at fletcher dodge on warden road or you can shop us online at fletcherdeals.com it's april and you know what that means taxes are almost due jackson hewitt can help you win tax season that's the sound of your maximum tax refund the sound of getting 50% off tax prep. The sound of many of our competitors' prices going up. And the sound of getting to your nearest Jackson Hewitt. Hurry in for 50% off tax prep before this offer expires April 9th. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Top Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Looking for a great place to work? Go to DoubleBees.com and apply online. Now, when you're in a hurry, you can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps at all stores. And be sure and sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card. And you'll get 10 cents off a gallon at the pump. All the pumps at Double B's are new and secure for your credit card use. I learned that the hard way. Uh, All Double B's have ATMs for your convenience. And don't forget, get your day started off right with the Bean to Cup coffee. Now, what happens? I can select the roast I want. The machine will grind my selected roast and produce a hot and fresh cup of Renoco coffee. And if you're not in the mood for coffee, how about Renoco Cappuccino? And be sure to ask your Double B's cashier about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all stores. And don't forget, look for the now April specials at the 32 different Double B's locations around the state. That's Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. Now joined by the mayor of Jacksonville, Jeff Elmore. 
Jeff, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. I hope things are looking up in the great community of Jacksonville. (laughs) They are. Hey, thank you for having me on today. I appreciate it. You bet. Yeah, uh, things are looking up here. You know, we got hit hard the other day, but we're a resilient town, and uh, people have already pitched in and they're working, and so good things are going to happen because of it. Now, Jeff, I I meant to ask this of Mayor Hartwick a moment ago, and we ran out of time, so I'll, I'll ask this on the front end with you so we don't run out of time. What areas, do you have areas of Jacksonville that are restricted to the public? In other words, uh, areas to stay away from? We actually don't. Uh, the only thing closest to that would be some temporary street closures just due to power lines being on the ground. Uh, energy is there working and trying to restore power and so forth. So there's some restricted travel just because of that, but no, we do not have any close closed areas or neighborhoods closed off or anything like that. Speaking of without power, how many still in the city of Jacksonville are needing power? I don't have an exact number for you, but it's quite a few. We're somewhere in the area of probably 800 to 1,500 homes. I I don't know if you were listening earlier, but I promise uh, I will never take having power for granted again. We were without power for approximately 48 hours, and I can't imagine those that are still without power. Uh, I understand in some areas it may still be days, maybe even a week, that they still will be without power. I, that is just uh, almost unthinkable that we uh, are in those situations today with technology and everything else, but in some cases it's difficult to get to those areas where the power lines are down so they can be repaired. Jeff, where was the majority of the damage restricted to there in Jacksonville? Uh, the When the tornado entered our city, it came in right at 67167 at uh, Dupree Park, mm. uh, big city park there with all our ballpark complexes and our high school baseball field. It started there and then traveled northeast for just under three miles. It was about 2.88 miles of track and it took out, you know, residential sections, uh, businesses, churches, uh, an old school facility that was in town. And, I mean, it was, you know, non-discriminatory. It was, you know, it was hitting anything and everything. So, um, you know, a wide path. Uh, It could have been worse. We are very fortunate we had no fatalities. So, um, praise the Lord in that. Nobody lost a life. It was all just, you know, property damage. And, you know, we can deal with that. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the st- uh, same storm that eventually tracked its way to win. Is that correct? Uh, that is my understanding. Uh, I was watching coverage of it as it entered Little Rock and then you know, began that journey to the northeast. And then, of course, when it got here, all of our attention was focused upon that. And it sure. was actually a little while later uh, before I was even informed that you know, that wind had been hit. I went probably the next 48 hours before I ever saw a news report, you know, able to sit, you know, sit down and actually see some coverage of what had happened and see the damage in Little Rock, see the damage to the wind and so forth. You know, I, I was watching the three news stations throughout the afternoon. I remember watching, uh, I think Todd Yacobian said, um, you know, wind's not in our viewing area. Uh, uh, and, and, and there may be some people in Winnipeg. Memphis, yeah. But said we're turning we're turning this over to the weather service in in Memphis and Memphis Television. And but I mean it was a beeline. You, they knew it. They had plenty of warning that thing was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Technology is awesome now. Uh, you know, I'm sitting there watching coverage. In fact, I was uh, watching Ecovian. And sometimes you're going back and forth, changing channels, and to see all their tower cams showing this thing come across West Little Rock and head up towards the heights and across the river and into North Little Rock. I mean, you know, you knew exactly where it was, you know, when it was coming. And, you know, we realized that it was taking aim and making a beeline for us and everybody, you know, headed for shelter and so forth. So um, I know a lot of lives are safe just because of that. So, Jeff, if someone was wanting to assist is there a collection area 
whether you need, is it clothing, is it uh, water, what is it that you need, and where could someone uh, turn their attention to in order to, to donate these items? Uh, the biggest issue has been uh, food and water, and a lot of that has been taken care of. So many people have stepped up. Uh, there now people are realizing, you know, there's a financial need for uh, our residents who have been displaced and, uh, you know, reaching out and trying to, you know, find a place to stay. Uh, First Baptist Church here in town has opened up their doors as a shelter, and they're doing a phenomenal job with that. They're feeding three meals a day and, and providing shelter. Uh, some of our other churches have stepped up and are feeding. Our, like the individual civic organizations and other groups have popped up all over town with um, basically like pop-up grills. And they're grilling hamburgers and hot dogs in areas where, you know, where there's no power. But, um, you know, lodging and looking at long, long-term lodging, uh, financial donations have started actually, you know, coming in today, being, I guess, you know, the first day of the work week afterwards. But, um, so, you know, we are accepting that and getting that distributed. We will be getting it distributed to the appropriate people, you know, at the appropriate time. Is that something that, that FEMA helps with, too, or not? Yes, they will. Uh, they will, and uh, Red Cross will be helping, too, as far as uh, housing vouchers and so forth. But right now, we... Uh, have not had that stuff in place. They're still, you know, dotting all their I's and crossing their T's. And, uh, you know, we've been making do so far. I said, you know, we're strong. I would think, Jeff, when you take Little Rock, North Little Rock, and now Jacksonville, I'm not sure there's enough hotels within this metro area that can accommodate all those that uh, are without shelter. So, yes, yeah. your churches, are, I would guess, have to really step up and help provide yeah. some kind of shelter. Yeah, they do, and they have. You know, I mean, we're a town of just under 30,000 people, and uh, last count, I know of about 180 homes here that were affected by the tornado. Uh, not all of them were, you know, total losses. Some were, you know, just, you know, damaged. But there were many that were, you know, our total losses. We had two apartment complexes that were hit. One was totally wiped out. Another one uh, lost the roof off uh, one of the units. And so, you know, there's more, you know, more people there, you know, that have been displaced. So, uh, it's, you know, it's quite a few people. And, you know, I, I heard the reports of the injuries in Little Rock, uh, just the vast number of people that have been affected between Little Rock and here and everywhere in between is, it's incredible. And to think that, um, so you died that did die is is unreal. We're just very thankful for that. And wanted to know before we go, there is also a need to take care of the pets, dogs, cats that were left homeless as well. Jeff, God bless yes. you in the community of Jacksonville. We pray for a speedy recovery. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. Y'all have a great night. Thank you. Jeff Elmore, mayor of Jacksonville. Up next, Trey Biddy. In my shop, people don't mess with me. When someone gets out of line, I don't let them get away with it. Neither do we. After a motorcycle crash, the insurance companies know Rainwater Holton Sexton doesn't back down. We don't let the insurance companies push you around, and you shouldn't either. Trust me, these guys don't mess around. Motorcycle crash? Call Rainwater Holt and Sexton. Anywhere.